Hello and welcome to episode 370 of Retro Encounter, RPG Fans Weekly Podcast of Many Topics. I'm Mike Solosi, and uh, unlike the past couple months, I had no difficulties at all playing the game that uh, we are um, going to discuss today. Uh, this, we're going to have two episodes in a row about Like a Dragon Ishin, a game I've been excited to play from the moment it was announced, and I think my three co-panelists have similar feelings. Let's introduce them, starting with Jonathan Logan. Hello, everyone. And Nick Mandrasini. Hi, everyone. And Gio Castillo. Ijanaika. Oh, is it? Did I did I do that right? Ijanaika. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I, I assume that you're doing a very silly hand wavy dance as you say Ijanaika. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Uh, Nick, Gio, Jano. Um, we are here to play Like a Dragon Ishin. It was a 2014 game in Japan, uh, part of the Like a Dragon slash Yakuza series. Uh, it it uh, it's originally launched, but um, in between. Yakuza 5 and Yakuza 0 in 2014. Um, it was uh, it's set in the Bakamatsu area of J- era of Japan, which is roughly 1853 to 1867. I'm not sure if they say a specific year here, but it's it's sort of con- like it's sort of said to be mid 1860s. So this takes place in late Bakamatsu somewhere, um, and it's uh, similar to the earlier game, Like a Dragon Kenzan. Uh, or, or even uh, similar to the game uh, Yakuza Dead Souls, in which it's a totally separate story that uh, with with char- with um, characters that are not it, not the same characters as the Like a Dragon main series, but they are pl- but they are portrayed by characters from the yeah, from the Like a Dragon main series. Uh, again, this is a historical fiction game set in 1860s Japan, and most of the main characters were real people in 1860s Japan, but they're played by Yakuza characters. The, your main character is um, the Japanese folk hero of the revolution period, uh, Ryoma Sakamoto. He's played by uh, Kiryu Kazuma, or, or, or Kazuma Kiryu, I should say. Um, the, and then members of the Shinsengumi, like Okita Soji, Nagakura Shinpachi, and Hijikata Tosh- Toshizo are played by Majima, Saijima, and, uh, and Mine, respectively. So these are real historical characters played by um yakuza uh, performers in the review i think what i stated it was like what if you what if the cast of yakuza was cast in like a big historical drama yes that, that's a that's a fair way to put it but uh, but more importantly it is very fictional uh, and will and uh, they they do things that are um definitely <laughs> definitely didn't happen um but it is also completely wild start to finish and uh, uh, this game was announced in september of last year to be getting a worldwide release, I think in Japan it's it's called uh, Ryogakutoku Ishin Kawami. It, it, it is it's sort of full title there, full title there. But here we're just it's just like a dragon Ishin. And frankly, I did not think we would ever get Kenzan or Ishin, and I was um, overjoyed to get to get one of them right when my uh, when my Yakuza slash like a dragon fandom is blazing. So. Uh, I mean, we do this almost every uh, game journal. Let's talk about our personal backgrounds with the Like a Dragon games, uh, which we also did in an episode of Rhythm Encounter not long ago. And uh, but specifically with also uh, Like a Dragon Ishin, with the side question: Did you ever think we would get this game before we found out about it? Uh, I think I've talked about my history before, not just on Rhythm, but also on here and Random, because I love this series. Uh, yeah. So first one I played, uh, Alana assigned me. Yakuza Kiwame to review. I didn't want to. I was really glad she did. Uh, I got into it and then I immediately started playing through the rest of the series. Um, 
I've reviewed every game in the series that's available for the site, except for Lost Judgment, which I should probably get on. Uh, and I co-wrote a feature, So You Want to Get Into the Yakuza Like a Dragon series. So if you are curious and want to get into this series, that, that'd be a good place to start. Um, in terms of this game, I was following a fan translation that was being developed for this game uh, for years and uh, that's what I—that's how I expected to end up playing this game in a few years. I expected to play a fan translation. And then they announced this, and I was like, holy crap. So obviously, yeah, thrilled to death this thing exists. Kind of hope that it uh, signals a future where they will uh, translate some of the other uh, Like a Dragon games that were never actually released in the West. But this is a... I'm, it looks like this game has been pretty successful. So hopefully it continues to be and... Uh, We'll get some more in the future. Um, in 2019, uh, another RPG fan uh, writer, uh, Wes Eilif, um, j- spent a fair amount of time convincing me to, to try uh, Yakuza Kiwami. Um, and I just uh, fell in love with the series uh, from that point on. And um, I never expected uh, this would ever come over. Uh, uh, like Jano, I thought I'd, I, I thought I'd be playing a, a, a fan translation. Um, never expected, uh, not only the series to get, uh, popular to the point where they would want to bring something like this over, uh, to the West, but, um, also didn't think that, uh, uh, we would, (laughs) we would essentially get, you know, like, uh, a bit of a remaster as well. So, um, this was a extremely pleasant surprise. I was so excited when it was announced. Um, and I'm, I'm shocked that I'm actually playing it. So, yeah. And for me, I started playing the series in 2018. Like uh, I picked up Yakuza Zero like about a year after the hype started. Like the after like a bunch of people like jumped off, hot, like hopped on the bandwagon, and it was transformational for me. Like I I went crazy. Like I played Zero and then Kiwami. I just played the whole series in uh, chronological order uh, soon after. But then I. I haven't finished like a dragon. I haven't touched Lost Judgment, and yeah, but I am playing this now first, which I think is fine because like I'm, you know, there's not it's not really relevant to the main series. But yeah, as for whether I expected it, I don't think I did. I think uh, I I remember reading that there there was it was never going to happen because of like the gargantuan task of like uh, localizing it. But then they pulled it off, and I'm really happy about that. I like, I, and um, I didn't expect to like it as much as I do. But like, yeah, I really do like it. I think it's one of the best ones. They did a good job of this localization, but they also didn't do some of the, um, like the, for example, the last few Yakuza games released in uh, the West have also included really, really great uh, English uh, voice localizations. Uh, Whereas this is, it's just solid Japanese, just like the, just like a traditional Yakuza game before, uh, like a dragon or the judgment series. But I mean, that in no way, shape or form bothers me because I always play them in Japanese anyway. And I feel like it, it adds an extra layer of authenticity over top of the feel of this game to play it in Japanese. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, this is maybe the one, uh, like a dragon game that I'm, that I'm glad they didn't do an, uh, an English localization for there, there would have been too much to explain or and uh, and also this game has like 47 characters in it if they had if they had to have every major character with a 
uh, with an English language voice performer, it would be um, the, the the budget probably would have gotten a little out of control. Uh, but but I'm, I'm in a similar ca- uh, situation to you guys. I my my, my first Yakuza game was. Uh, um, Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise, which I, which I thought was mediocre and and, and uh, not a particular favorite. But then I was uh, but then but I many people had been trying to get me to play Yakuza Zero from say 2017 to 2020, um, and I and I finally tried it. We played it for the podcast in uh, May of 2020. I loved it. I blazed through the whole most of the rest of the series, not quite in order. I think I, I think I was Zero Kiwami One Like a Dragon, then two through six. And uh, and I've and I've played Judgment, but not Lost Judgment. So I, I'm, I'm my Yakuza journey is not finished yet. I, I but I am enjoying the hell out of it. Um, I I think that my early impression with Like a Dragon Ishin is um, this is one of the good ones because uh, the, the 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 story is full of drama. The, uh, the 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 things like the sub story writing and the number of side activities are um, are really really fun. Um, I always I always care about the virtual tourism aspect of um, of Yakuza games and like and how fun the the setting is and how varied it is. I think that 1860s Kyoto is dope. Hmm. <laughs> um, but and and so far I am really really liking this one. I'm I'm not terribly far. I'm uh, I think I am part way through chapter six. And I think if if this is like a typical like a dragon game, there's going to be neighborhood of fourteen to sixteen chapters. So I'm probably around a third of the way through, but I really don't know how far how uh, deep this game goes. I, I know Jono has finished it, um, but uh, and uh, uh, Geo and Nick, you're roughly where I am, right? Like 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 n- maybe not quite halfway through the game. Yeah, just about. I don't know how long this game is, but oh my god, I think I need to just stop doing side quests. <laughs> well, good luck with yeah. that. Yeah, it's never gonna happen. <laughs> no, that's been, that's been my problem too. I think I think I'm. At something like twenty-five hours played, because I've done more than fifty sub stories and a bunch of side stuff as well. Yeah, my problem when I was reviewing it was I would—I literally at one point had to yell at myself and be like, "Jono, stop grinding at blackjack to buy yourself a new sword and actually play the damn <laughs> critical path. You have to actually have this review in a week." For my swords, I have been racing chickens and defeating bandits. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a sword code off of Twitter, and it's really good. <laughs> I probably should have done that instead. I I, uh, I used one of the DLC swords um, in the early goings, and then I uh, I found a a, a a poison sword I really like, and I've upgraded that once. And I'm uh, right right now my uh, main goal in the game, other than beating it, is to get the ingredients for that last poison sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jana, we were talking before recording. You have an interesting choice of favorite weapon from when you played. Yeah, I have the uh, the rubber tree sword. Um, it's a good sword. It's a really solid sword, especially in its upgraded form. It gives you plus 7% experience, I think. Um, but the most important part about it is that it has rubber physics. So it, it, rather than being like a solid blade, it, every time you fight someone, it just goes, it constantly amuses the hell out of me. Um, which is a good sign of, you know, it's this, when you say this is one of the good Yakuza games or like a dragon games, I agree because it has that, that perfect mix of, heartbreaking melodrama and breathtaking absurdity that is included in every great yakuza game and that's a really good example of it like i'll be fighting someone and crying my heart out and just like oh no this is the biggest betrayal ever and my sword will just be like wiggle 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 <laughs> the entire cutscene, and oh, it no, makes me you, laugh you have the lmfao of swords that that that's that's the worst i'm sorry uh it makes me laugh um fun sword good sword too 
especially if you want to level up faster. You're kind of playing it like Dead Rising then, where your <laughs> character just looks ridiculous in cutscenes. A little bit, yeah. Um, I mean, not too ridiculous. I have my character model still set as uh, still set as like on the default. I don't have like the chicken head on, <laughs> or even funnier, Kiryu, um, because there is a Kiryu skin in this game. Yeah, with 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 the, with the gray suit and red shirt. Yeah, yeah, and they actually do, thank God, uh, do some fabric physics uh, with the sword. So it's not just clipping through his jacket. It's actually his his jacket is like pushed up around the sword. But after I beat the game and I was just doing some sub stories that I missed, I, I I switched over to Kiryu just to walk around town to do sub stories, and that's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I I would do sort of like a circuit around Kyo once I uh, once I unlocked the um uh, uh all of Kyoto and not just the starting neighborhood where I would sort of just go around in a circle, do every sub story I could see, uh, feed the different dogs and cats that I that I had met. Um, and, and some, uh, some sub stories are, are more sort of character relationship meters. So like once you finish their sub story, it unlocks their relationship meter. And if you interact with them or help them after you finish their sub story, the meter increases and you eventually get a bunch of virtue points for it. But let's actually talk about the game and not, and not just, let's change gears a little bit. Um, there is so much to do in this game, but it, it does have a, uh, a central premise. Uh, we mentioned it's in the Bakematsu period of Japan, which was around 15 years in the 1850s and 60s. Um, that's when the Tokugawa shogunate, which had ruled Japan for right around 200 to 250 years, um, basically collapsed. Uh, Commodore Matthew Perry, uh, not related to the actor well-known for playing Chandler Bing and Friends, um, when that Ma- Ma- Matthew Perry, an American uh, Navy officer, um, arrived in ironclad black ships to Japan, um, he basically said, we want Japan as a trade partner. Japan has been closed off from the rest of the world for over 200 years, but you are going to open up trade to the West. And um, Japan, which was not nearly uh, industrialized at that point, basically uh, was intimidated into forcibly opening their borders to foreigners. It's an incredibly important moment in Japanese history that I think was maybe a two-sentence footnote in my AP US history text um, textbook uh, 20 years ago. But... Uh, so, so after that event happened in 1853 and um, Japan opened up its borders a year or two later, um, there's a lot of foreign investment in Japan. Firearms were introduced to Japan for the first time. Um, there was a lot of rapid industrialization taking place, but also the, uh, the, the ruling group, the Tokugawa shogunate, was incredibly threatened. Um, the, uh, the samurai class had felt their position was threatened by foreigners and firearms and other things. So there was inc- an incredible amount of unrest in this period. There was rampant assassinations, samurai groups being hired to take, to take uh, out politicians and local lords. It was total chaos and ended with a, uh, with a war right in 1866 and 1867 that met the end of the Tokugawa shogunate and a restoration of the rule of the emperor with a, a civilian government mostly led by the military, but with the, uh, but with the emperor as the, um, as the symbolic seat of power. And so in, uh, from 1867 until World War II, imperial, it was the area of imperial Japan. And, uh, but we're not here to talk about imperial Japan. We're here to talk about everything that happened right up to there. And one care, which is again, the Bakamatsu period. And one uh, key figure in the Bakamatsu period was Ryoma Sakamoto, who was a samurai that uh, was sort of, that, that was involved in, um, sort of multiple coups and special events. He was, I think he did, he was originally hired to murder an official, but then the official told him what exactly was going around in the politics of the time. 
and uh, and and Sakamoto became involved in those state politics. He was from a state called Tosa. And, uh, and you start um, like a dragon Ishin in Tosa, but he uh, eventually he was instrumental in uniting Toza, um, Satsuma, and I, I think it's I think it's Chubu, which which were three um, uh, powerful, uh, r- relatively powerful areas of southern Japan, but uniting them against the uh, ruling Tokugawas and then defeating them at the in the war at the end of uh, in in 1867. And but uh, in, in real life. Um, Sakamoto's involvement with the Bakumatsu era like took place over a decade. Like he was uh, traveling back and forth, uh, um, involved in a lot of different um, major events for for ten years or longer. But in this game, it feels like Sakamoto was accidentally thrust into the action and then takes care of all of the events of the Bakumatsu period in like one year, which is not not what happened but uh it's a slightly condensed time frame <laughs> yes and uh another thing that happens is um at, at right at the, in the first chapter which is only in tosa and not kyoto um sakamoto uh is like becomes involved in a local uh in a local political movement um which which was a real political movement and um uh his uh, his close friend uh Takichi Hanpeta is uh is sort of the leader of that movement um he encounters an assassin named Okada Izo uh both of those are were real historical figures but then is framed for the murder of his uh of his mentor and father figure uh and um who is I think uh oh what's that guy's name he he's 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 played by uh by um uh Shinichiro Kazama so I just thought of him as Kazama uh Toyo yeah Toyo that's it I I is it Yep, Yoshida Toyo. Yeah, yeah, it's a to- Toyo. So, um, yeah, 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 like, like, uh, and then that's a weakness that happens to me all the time. Like, they they throw all these Japanese names at me of real historical figures, but I think of them as their yakuza characters. Uh, and uh, Takichi Hanpeta is played by um, um, oh, the, the the guy from Yakuza Zero. What's his name? Uh, Shibusawa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keiji Shibusawa from Yakuza zero in, in, in this version, he was, he was played by a, by a, um, by an actor, not in a previous Yakuza game in, uh, in, in the 2014 version, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Han Peta is an, is an incredibly important character. And, uh, and, to- and Okada Izo is played by, uh, by Nishikiyama from, um, Yakuza one and zero. Um, but, but, um, but, uh, Izo was, uh, Nishiki in, in both, versions in both the 2014 and the 2023 version but and and, and there was a, there was a lot of actor changes that went between the original which again w- drew entirely from yakuza one two three four and uh and and the new one which um replaced several of those characters but not all of them with care with uh characters from yakuza six seven and zero uh but so th- there's like some actor changes that uh, I mean, just just casually observing the fan base on social media, some acting changes people do seem to appreciate, and some made the fan base a little upset because, like, like using Han Peta as an example, uh, the the original actor for Han Peta evidently delivered a very very good performance that's sort of crucial to the game because Han Peta is a major character, but uh, and having Shibusawa, a major villain from Yakuza Zero, in that place, um, sort of changes the tone of what you think of Han Peta. So it's. Uh, like like we don't know we none of the four of us have played the original uh Ishin. so we're, we're like our our feelings probably haven't changed about these characters but it 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 creates a different vibe sometimes yeah that's the trick with uh the recasting and one of the things i actually really like about the game is again in my review i said that uh everyone is playing to type but not necessarily in the roles you would expect so there are 
deaths and there are uh, betrayals and there are uh, friendships that you develop that could never actually happen in the uh, in the canon, so to speak, of Yakuza. Um, and I really liked that because it made this game it, like every character interaction was a kind of a cool Easter egg for me. Because it'd be like, oh, okay, well, I know this character, I know how they're acting, but what's the, how's this relationship going to go? What's going to happen? Uh, which I really, really liked. That was a, a neat thing for this game. Yeah, it works on another level. Mm. Yeah, I'm of like two minds about it because like I don't like that I come into the game with like preconceived notions about every character, mm. even though they don't always um, act like they would they did in the main games. They kind of still do at least early on. And, uh, I, but at the same time, I love just, I just love seeing Akiyama again and Saijima and Majima and ever, all these people. Like, yeah, I missed all of these people, except maybe, uh, uh, I'm not really that big of a fan of Shibusawa. I kind of wish we got the original guy since I hear he is, it was a good performance. Yeah. My, my favorite replacement is, uh, probably the, one of the minor antagonists, uh, Ito Kashitaro. Uh, he was originally played by Hamazaki from uh, Yakuza 3 and 4, who's a character that sort of gets redeemed a little bit. But I I, I just, I don't know, I, I, I like seeing Hamazaki suffer a little bit. And now he's played by Kuze, possibly my favorite minor villain in Yakuza history. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like like more Kuze in my life, two thumbs up from me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Kuze. My favorite replacement is... Uh... Oreo. Oh yeah, yeah. Oreo was played by an actress that was uh, not a previous Yakuza character, and a char- apparently was very well received as well. Yeah, yeah, and and she, and she was well liked, but she got replaced by Yuki from Yakuza Zero and Kiwami Two, and everybody loves Yuki. Yeah, like, like like if if you don't like Yuki, then I'm gonna kick you off this podcast immediately. Geo and Nick. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wanna be your girl. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, um, Oreo is a. Uh, I'm not sure if Oreo has a historical analog or if Otose the innkeeper does. Yeah, they. Uh, she was uh, in the in the actual history. She was uh, his wife. Oh, okay. We're um, the one bit of historical context I did know is that the Tarada Inn is a real place in Kyoto that that is still like a historical landmark for being a place where I think um, Ryoma Sakamoto did live for a while and survived an assassination attempt. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, which is like like the, but those details are so many place names and character names um, are taken from the history. But uh, one thing that takes place in this game that was not true to history is that uh, when uh, Sakamoto is in Kyoto, he takes on an alias of Hajime Saito and is uh, and uses that to he's trying to uh, research who um, who could have defeated Lord Toyo uh, because it, they used an, an unusual form of swordsmanship and he's trying to um, seek out the different. Uh, schools uh like samurai groups and to find someone that uses that in that specific brand of swordsmanship he uh finds out through an informant that it's almost definitely someone in the shinsengumi and so he infiltrates the shinsengumi as saito and uh, uh murders the captain well not murders he he duels the captain of the uh of the third division and becomes the third division captain um in uh chapter four or five or so uh, but and with you know one crazy thing is that Hajime Saito was a real person and he was definitely not Ryoma Sakamoto <laughs> in in disguise. Uh, and uh, there was a case of the third division captain whose name I forget uh, in, because there's just too many characters in this game. And he, and, he, and he's played by the uh, the guy who's the head of the uh, Tojo clan at the beginning of Kiwami One. Sarah. Uh, yeah. 
yeah, Masaru yeah, Masaru Sarah. Sarah. That's yeah, Masaru Sarah. You're right. So yeah, so uh, uh, Yamanami, who's played by Sarah, uh, duels um, duels Sakamoto, and then Sakamoto becomes the captain of the third division. What happened in the real history was that uh, Yamanami um, did try to desert and was killed because of the brutal um, uh, Iron Code of the Shinsengumi. And uh, and then uh, and then Hajime Saito, an uh, an impressive Ronin, staying in uh, staying in Kyoto at the time, was promoted to that position. But the uh, but but uh, again, like they take real historical events and people, and then twist them into this narrative full of drama. And uh, you know, we've I've said the word Shinsengumi a couple times. We should explain who they are a little bit. Um, the, the Shinsengumi are unusually celebrated and studied in Japan because they were really the the last elite samurai force. Um, after the Bakamatsu period was over, um, the, the part of the reforms were they took away the national stipend that got all samurai in the country paid as a sort of a, a warrior class. And then there was a final samurai rebellion that was shut down by the new imperial army with civilians trained on firearms. But this is before that. Um, so, so samurai are, and ronin are still very much in power and walking around and uh, and uh, impose martial law in some in some areas. Like the, there's a ruling class of samurai that can murder indiscriminately in Tosa that you ex- uh, see in the first 45 minutes of the game or so. But the Shinsengumi was uh, the emperor assembling a group of um, of like uh, like a, a samurai elite squadron that, to protect the uh, uh, the Tokugawa shogunate's interests. And uh, and and defeat the loyalists trying to uh, um, restore the emperor to power and all of the different uh, like uh, minor um, anti shogun uh, forces in Japan. So he I, and it's it's not exactly clear uh, to me how it happened, but it's like he's he hired a bunch of existing samurai groups and uh, and some other pro- um, prominent samurai of the era to um, create this um, this miniature army that was like the last group of elite samurai so they uh the, the shinsengumi has been in uh stories that we're probably familiar with like other video games and anime uh, we we actually did a <laughs> there's a uh an otome game about the shinsengumi called hakuoki that we did two episodes of retro encounter on uh, a couple of years ago but um this is not a game where you where you uh, try to make half the shinsengumi into your boyfriend this is a game where you infiltrate the Shinsengumi. <laughs> well, it depends um, on how what perspective you're playing true, it. Actually, <laughs> true. You infiltrate the Shinsengumi. You may or may not try to make them your boyfriends, and then you're just involved in Shinsengumi drama at the end of the Bakamatsu period. And uh, there's, I think, ten division captains in the Shinsengumi, and they are all <laughs> major or minor characters from Like a Dragon's Past. Uh, I, I mean. I think I think we have the the in some form or another the final bosses of Yakuza's one two three and five here, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, just but but by the time you're infiltrating the Shinsengumi, you get a shiny blue coat. You're given the option to do bandit extermination missions that are really good for money and resource gathering, and then you have basically free reign of the city while you're still investigating who, which of the Shinsengumi is probably the one that killed your mentor. So I have been monologuing for far too long. Um, let's, t- uh, John, we're going to have you go last, but, uh, uh, Nick and Gio, what are your feelings on Kyoto, the Shinsengumi and the story in the first half of like a dragon Yishin so far open-ended question, please have at it. So I love, uh, I love the, I love the city. Um, 
running around the city. It, it's it's full. It's lively. Um, it seems like in the marketplace areas, it seems like there's a lot going on. There are a lot of people around. Uh, feels very lived in and alive. Uh, and I think that's really cool. Um, I I don't want to talk about my uh, flip on the Shinsengumi um, because it kind of happens uh, towards the, I think it happens at the end of chapter six. Um, but I really didn't, uh, you know, I liked, I liked all the characters in it, but um, I did not, you know, I did not like the Shinsengumi at the beginning. Um, I'm starting to come around on them uh, as the story progresses. Um, yeah, that's a, they're, I, I <laughs> it's hard because I actually really like the uniform. The, uh, uh, what do you call the, um, what they wear? The, the, the Shinsengumi captain's Hakama. Yes. Yeah. Um, the color is gorgeous. They're very blue. Yeah. Uh, and I love walking around town, uh, as, uh, as Ryoma in the, uh, in the blue Shinsengami thing. Uh, I, I also, uh, sorry, did I cut you off, Nick? No, sorry. I, I think I made a mistake. I think Hakama is the is is the pants of the samurai garb. I, I'm not. I don't remember what the jacket's called, but uh, I think it's called Haori. Haori. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hakama is the pants. Haori is the jacket. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I also think it's freaking awesome. <laughs> they they kind of denigrate it a bit, like it's too bright or whatever. No, it looks cool as hell. Yeah, it's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And I like the different styles uh, that each character in the Shinjengumi, uh each captain wears theirs in a slightly different style. Yeah. Which is kind of neat. Yeah. Notably, uh, Majima with the bloody Howry. Like, I love that. Detail yeah, Soji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah. they um, really do try to have the, uh, the attitude of each major Shinsengumi captain, like almost match their, uh, how they wear their clothes. Like, like, um, like Soji, who is, who's, uh, uh, Okita, who is Majima has his, his blood soaked. And um and uh, and Toto Heisuke, who's played by Zhao in uh from uh Like a Dragon Seven, his is very clean. He's um he has like a colorful uh, undergarment under it, and he's a uh, very carefree acting. Uh, his his original character was Baba from Yakuza Five, which I uh I, I sort of miss because I, I I I like Baba. He would I'm sure he's good in the original version of this game, but like he keeps his very clean. But you see him do a brutal assassination right in front of uh right in front of Sakamoto. Um, or, or, uh, not long after Sakamoto joins the Shinsengumi, and then he's like, "Oh man, I now I have to get this cleaned again." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that, like, so like the bright blue Hauri, but um, that is just covered in blood all the time. Sort of conveys the tone of what the Shinsengumi is. They were sort of a personal army for the Shogun, but they abused their own power and were uh, they basically imposed a brutal martial law in Kyoto, at least for a while in the Bakumatsu period. That's actually one of my favorite moments in the entire game. Um, and I think actually perfectly exemplifies what this game is uh, like and what you can expect from it is um, the assassination of, uh, of, of that one deserter. A- Aki, of yeah. Akimoto. Yeah, because That's it. The, the characters that they're based, the characters that they play in the actual uh, game, it's, it's Akimoto and uh, Miyazuki, I think. And in the Yakuza series, these two, are, it's a couple that you keep running into and she is like a gold digger, ch- chronic cheater who constantly uh, takes advantage of Akimoto and Akimoto doesn't get it or when he does, he tries to jump off tall buildings or kill himself than her. And they're just like a comedic duo who are very pitiable characters and who always, at the end of their sub-stories, uh, Kiryu or whoever else the main character is, walks away shaking their head going, oh, those two. 
But in this game, it seems like it's going in that direction because they're both the same characterization. Like he's the hapless idiot and she doesn't appreciate him. And, and, and she's the courtesan. And yeah. uh, and um, but but then you see uh, uh, Toto murder Akimoto in cold blood. And it's a bit of a welcome to the Shinsengumi moment for Sakamoto. Yeah, and Mizuki, like, her face gets completely covered in blood. And at that moment, you're like, okay, just because we know these characters and they are playing to type doesn't necessarily mean their fates are going to be what we expect them to be. Because I thought that was a really nice twist. Because when it happened, I was like, all right, here we go with this comedic bullshit. Because they've never been my favorite characters in the game because they've always been a little bit, I don't know, broad. And then all of a sudden, it was like that broadness, literally, they cut through the broadness. Uh, and in a brutal scene where she gets her face gets covered with blood of her lover, and that was like, okay, so this is this is going to be going a little bit differently than I expected. Yeah, the whole the whole game seems a little more uh, brutal, um, in the sense that they're willing to, you know, death is a little more. I don't know <laughs> what word I want to use here, but uh, it, it happens more often than it, it does in the in the mainline series. Um, even though uh, the combat in the game still follows the um kiryu doesn't actually kill anyone he just he just beats him up uh, even though he's using a sword and a gun in this game um but i also noticed that like uh dogs especially are a little more disposable in this game i know it's very sad yeah, there there's there is some cruelty to animals in uh in this game that's un, that was unfortunate but i am sad to hear that i haven't seen i haven't fought a dog yet but damn well, you, you no, 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 no fighting dogs. You, you just observe cruelty to animals in general. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll cheer you up a little bit, Geo. Oh, there are three that. dogs. There are three dogs and three cats that are strays in town that you can find and have their own sub stories. And if you finish their, uh, if you feed them enough or take care of them enough, they'll join you and uh, in your little house that you, uh, that you get, uh, uh, I think sometime during chapter four. So, uh, and, and, and again, the, the, the dogs will fetch you crafting materials and the cats will boost your crafting success rates so they're um you want the three dogs and the three cats trust me okay um, I'm looking my, 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 my my favorite is the one that i named tofu because <laughs> you you get you get your choice of three names every time you you get one um you do fight a bear <laughs> I, haven't fought, yeah. I haven't i haven't fought the, i haven't fought the bear yet but i'm looking forward to it yeah. is, is that is that a, is that part of the the main story or a sub story it's a sub story okay it's, it's not even a good sub story it's like the <laughs> stupidest fastest sub story you could imagine it's <laughs> it's actually i'm gonna i'll spoil it just because it's not a big thing it's it's a classic yakuza thing where it's um a little boy is talking to his dad he's like i saw a bear and the parents like no you didn't you're lying and and you walk up to them and you're like, you saw a bear. And then they get the, the guy, kid does this thing where he's like, yeah, he looks like that guy standing behind you. <laughs> and it, it like the camera goes to like the bear's face, to Ryoma's face, to the bear's face, to the to yeah, Ryoma's face. I did this. I yeah. remember from a, this from a recent episode of Random Encounter. That, yeah. Uh, but I, I, I've, I've not encountered it yet. You know what? We're going to take a break here and talk about our favorite sub stories or side quests. Uh, um, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go next. Um, there are two sub stories I really love. Part because I think they were funny and part because I learned that they were real historical figures when I was researching the hell out of this game oh, um, uh, after the fact. Um, one is uh, Miss Tatsu from Yakuza 0, plays a, a, a debt collector woman named Yaisan, uh, and you help her a couple times uh, uh, take care of, uh, of debtors and then shut down a, uh, a, um, a, a sort of a protection slash debt collection ring. And um, it, it, I don't think that... Uh, that the real Nijima Yai 
was doing that in Kyoto at the time, but she was a a, a real person who uh, who served as a nurse and as a frontline soldier in multiple wars, including the one that ended the Tokugawa shogunate when she, she was in her twenties, and then later when she was over fifty years old in the uh, in the Russo and Sino Japanese wars. Uh, so she was like sort of like a like she would like she founded multiple war, uh, uh, military hospitals um, during conflict and eventually founded a women's university uh, uh, with, with with her husband. So like so like a, a sort of a, a an incredible um, uh, like like uh, warrior woman story in uh, in uh, the second half of the ni- of 19th century Japan uh, is played by Miss Tatsu in this game, which is excellent. And the second one is. Um, the Yakuza Zero, uh, uh, I think he's the brawler mentor character, is a guy named Bacchus. And um, he plays a character in Like a Dragon Sheen named um, Ernest Satow, who is a, uh, a British diplomat who is visiting Japan and enjoying himself. And you, you basically get, get very drunk with Sato and then protect him from some gangs that are trying to kill all foreigners. And, uh, and, and then Sato's like, well, uh, if you can find any information or texts of, of the time, uh, give them to me and, uh, and we can talk about them some more. But basically he wants to learn as much about Japan as he can. And he's, uh, and he does that by just being very friendly to the people in bars. But Ernest Satow was a real British diplomat in Japan who wrote like, um, some of the first sort of, uh, uh, t- um, guides to japan for for british people that were like i think one was sort of a tourist guide and one was a diplomat guide and some of his texts like were continued to be used for for decades and decades and uh he so he's in in a uh, a british diplomat that that helped start the very good relationship that british and japan that sorry that the uk and japan enjoyed in the in the 19th century and early 20th century the first weeaboo yeah you know maybe not the very first weeaboo because there were some dutch traders in uh in um in uh, 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 in Tokugawa Japan before him, but definitely the most important British weeaboo of all time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have and, an important uh, question, by the way. Sorry. Oh, please. Um, does he still say "Hey, boy"? <laughs> I I don't. Oh, I don't remember. He definitely laughs a lot. Yeah. <laughs> But and but uh, it, it, that's possible. I don't remember. But anyway, um, there's sub stories involving uh, Yai Yamamoto and Ernest Satow that are very very entertaining in game. That uh, uh, and they weren't in the original uh, Ryugagotoku Ishin. They were um, a couple of the sub stories added for the uh, for the PS5 version, or I should say the the Kiwami version um, that that we're all playing uh, because I think they they did remove some stories, add a bunch of sub stories and um, add some, uh, some side content in the new version. It's, it's not a perfect recreation, but they, uh, but mo- I, I don't know all of what's new and what's old because I'd never played the old version, but I, I can confirm that at least those two sub stories are new. Uh, so does anyone else have a favorite side quest or sub story they'd like to, uh, bring to the table? Yeah. I, uh, I enjoyed the, uh, I think it was called death of the author. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> where uh you, you in the inn you uh you not, basically knock on a door and there's an author in there who is freaking out because uh he has writer's block and you can you can help him write his stories and this requires a little bit of knowledge of uh Japanese literature i guess or alternatively you could have just played uh the great ace attorney well in the great ace attorney you'll only know i am a cat and probably yeah. not 
uh, uh, Bochan or 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 uh, or Kokoro, but uh, yeah, it's it's not hard to figure out from the titles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it's you you need to help him figure out, and uh, this is not the kind. I think he's a combination. Like these books were not written like bang, 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 one after the other. Uh, and so I don't even think in this time period. I think they were written in the later nineteenth uh, century. No, no, they were written, they were oh, written really? in, the, in the early twentieth century. Um, so that's what yeah, I meant. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. But uh, so Soseki Natsume uh, Natsume is a very very famous Japanese author of the early twentieth century, and he is in the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. And this is his alleged fake ancestor. So I, I think it's Sosuke Natsume. Hmm. So it, it's like you basically have to identify, help this struggling author with naming his works and they're they are the works of uh, of soseki natsume uh N- natsume i'm probably getting the name wrong a little bit but uh y- yeah they, they basically they included a soseki natsume side quest but changed his name to be his presumed ancestor yeah it's a it's a fun it's a fun sub story in the classic in the classic uh yaku uh, like a dragon style uh the other one that i like just because i'm apparently like 12 years old is the uh the sexy madam Mm. oh yeah she 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 wants your vegetables <laughs> she wants your vegetables and she wants the bi- the bigger the better uh it's it's a classic yakuza style uh kiryu being like ho ho i'm gonna get laid and then kiryu clearly not getting laid and misunderstanding the situation entirely like the uh the motorbike uh the motorbike woman in the arcade oh in yeah Zero. oh god they, they really have some uncomfortable camera choices in that sub in that sub story mm. in oh yes Zero. Mm-hmm. uh i liked uh so i'll, I'll talk about two i liked uh, the one is uh you get in chapter six it's called uh, uh the way of the samurai um uh, yep. yeah and it's uh, a <laughs> this guy has a like american flag kimono captain america yeah <laughs> oh i haven't found this one yet i can't wait it's uh he he's he's about to get killed by a couple of ronin um and uh he, he keeps mispronouncing uh japanese words um and uh, he asks you to train train him in the way of the samurai um and like it, you know it's it, it's it's a very fun, funny premise um it just ends up being like a couple of fights in a dojo but um the end of it is really nice uh where you end up having to fight um gosh like eight or nine guys <laughs> uh at a time in the uh the main marketplace there right by the inn um and that was a really fun one i really like that one i really wish that i really wish the end of that fight with him saying i could do this all day <laughs> the the other one that uh uh this one i actually didn't like uh because of the content of it um and it would be the uh the hungry sumo wrestler um i get the context of of the sumo wrestler but um basically he's starving and blocking an entire um like pathway um because he's just so exhausted because he hasn't eaten and he needs to eat like a, a bunch of food in order to compete and do well in the uh, in, in sumo wrestling. I, I I haven't found this one, but I did find the sumo wrestling brothel, and that that, that was a fun one. Oh, I haven't found you. that one yet. Uh, you, you have to go to the oh, I forget the name of it. The the, the region at the uh, at the east end of the city where all of the Riote restaurants and the and the brothels oh, are. Oh wait, I did find that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that that's another one where uh, Kiryu thinks he's about to get laid. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> And 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 the full intention is for him to get laid, but he doesn't realize that it was for uh, sumo enthusiasts. Yeah, very fun. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> I, forget, I I feel bad. I forget the name of that uh, district of the town. It's um Fushimi is the place where your inn is, and then Rakunai and Rakugai are right next to each other, and that's not confusing. 
Um, and and Mukurogai is the slum in, that's a sort of a separate island in the town. But I forget the name of the ritzy area. I <laughs> the sumo wrestler. It, it constantly amuses me because he's like, I need a I need a big healthy meal to be able to fight. And I just continuously gave him a raw daikon radish Same. every single time. Same. And he's like, oh, it's daikon. And I'm just like, this is really funny that this this sumo wrestler is like, I need fuel. And you just give him a massive daikon radish. I, the, 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 there's one guy who demands that you he get you uh, give him home-cooked meals because you can, you can cook uh, meals from the, from the vegetables you grow and the fish that you catch in your in your little house and he's like oh I, I i need the taste of japan please give me your finest home-cooked meal and i'm like here are pickles because <laughs> you can you can uh with you can turn cucumbers into pickles is like the most basic recipe and i just gave him pickles five times yeah he and he loves them it's the greatest thing to him he was going wild for my pickles <laughs> mm-hmm. oh this game yeah. this, this oh god i mean that's another sub story that we haven't talked about which is um the entire another life section Right. Yeah, this um, was in the original and uh, and the new version, but basically you meet a young woman who I don't think is from a, has a historical analog named Haruka. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> who she, could she be? Yeah, who who could she possibly be in the in the like a dragon universe? But yeah, um, uh, she uh, her her parents both passed away, and uh, a debt collector is threatening to take her house. So Sakamoto just buys it straight up. And says, "All right, I'll take care of your debts, but this this can be my safe house for when I need to to rest from out of town. And at the at the house is where you keep your dogs and cats, which is of course my what I think is the most important part of it. Yes, and and, and grow your vegetables and cook your meals, and you can uh and you can also send away vegetables or meals that you cook in a in a, uh, through a sort of trading post to make some money and and help Haruka pay back her debt. So it's it's a it's a whole another." side quest that you can probably devote a lot of time to if you <laughs> if, if you decide to I, i've done it a little bit but i've mostly been uh focused on again chicken races which are basically just 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 betting on on chickens <laughs> and uh, and uh, and that's how i've made most of my money in this game uh betting on chicken races and also i should mention that they don't use yen in this system they have a uh, they use you know old japanese currency which are gold ryo and uh and i think uh copper or tin mon and 10,000 mun make make one Rio. And uh, so, yeah, you, you, you got to get that Rio, bet on some chicken races, hunt some bandits. The Another Life section also has like a slice of life, like if you uh, story to it, where like if you go into the bathhouse there, uh, uh, Kiryu or Ryoma and uh, Haruka uh, have a, uh, they just have like a, a nice conversation and bond a little bit. And it's a good way to, to rack up those Haruka points. Yeah, there are three. There are three or four scenes between the two of them, uh, where they basically end up exactly where they are in the actual game. But it's uh, they're nice little they're nice little moments. Yeah. I, I was worried when I encountered this because, like, uh, I was I wasn't sure what the game wanted the their relationship to be. I know. Yeah. 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 But but I'm, I'm glad to know it's just it's purely like you know, uh, you know, uncle uncle nephew kind of thing their family yeah, yeah. family yeah i mean I'm, uh uh Ryoma does have a romantic relationship with oreo who's uh, who's sort of the young uh woman that works at the inn and uh and, and you can visit a brothel and there's di- a whole suite of mini games that the court that you do with the courtesans but i uh i haven't um done those yet because it costs an entire rio just to go to the brothel and i have some swords and gloves to make so that I'm not, I, I won't be, I won't be soliciting the brothel until I, ha, until I'm further along in my equipment crafting journey. 
Well, we know where Solosi's priorities lie. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Swords and armor. I like I okay, uh, to be fair, before I did the sword investment thing, I made sure to rec- to uh save all the dogs and cats. So my priorities are dogs and cats number 1, swords number 2, Japanese historical number third uh Japanese historical fiction third, um chicken races fourth and and a distant fifth is is uh, romantic entanglements with courtesans. Yeah, the the mini games for that are there's a drinking contest. There is a round of uh, rock, paper, scissors, and then there is the most annoying mini game, which it's basically like Space Invaders for getting laid. It, the entire it's a mini game about uh, trying to uh, not go early. Ah, uh, oh. <laughs> yes, and it is ridiculous, and it's also ridiculously hard. Oh, great! An edging mini game, just what I wanted. <laughs> it's an but edging the- <laughs> mini game. It isn't. It's an edging mini game that's basically Space Invaders. Oh boy! Well, I mean, th- this seems like a combination of the phone club from Yakuza Zero and the uh, the 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 bikini mud les- wrestling from Yakuza Zero, which I'm not. Which I'm, I'm, I'm not sure because because that that's a very very heavy rock paper scissors uh, or bug wrestling yeah. from Kiwami. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, the the yeah the the bikini wrestling was replaced by sexy bugs question mark. Oh my in, gosh! In, in, in Kiwami one, you're right. Um, I I I don't I didn't like that one much either. But <laughs> I don't know. I find the bu- I found the bug wrestling to be far less objectionable than the uh, mud wrestling. Yeah, the, and also the mud wrestling they cheat all the time. Yeah, and to get the. Uh, <sighs> To, to get the completion on that one, you need to like win 10 matches in a row, but mm-hmm. it's, I, I, I gave up after trying it like twice. It's it, whatever. This is not a Yakuza zero podcast for those. You should check out our May, 2020 episodes, but uh, yeah, there's so much to do in uh, 1860s Kyoto here. It's uh, it's a little crazy. It's, a, it's it can be overwhelming. I, I, I right after I, uh, I, I started chapter five, before I even unlocked the bandit missions that I, I did quite a bit of in, in the middle of chapter five, um, I just did a circuit around Kyoto over and over, or Kyo as they call it uh, in shorthand, just do just seeing all the people that I had already helped and uh, and doing any new sub stories or side quests that I encountered. And I, I built up virtue a lot doing that, which was helpful. Virtue is a separate um, currency of sorts that you get just just by doing anything around town you get tiny amounts of virtue from eating at a restaurant you get large amounts of virtue from completing side quests i ended up uh, challenging um a bunch of couriers to races which yeah then they, they basically portray uh the, the the mailmen of kyoto as a as a prideful gang of sorts which is which was an odd choice on brand yeah yeah it's, it's on brand but it's, it's also it's also like these are just oddly dressed mailmen and why are they taking this so seriously but uh but, but that, I mean, that's what like a dragon is they take things either incredibly seriously or in, incredibly absurdly uh but so far i gotta say i am having so much fun this it, this is an absolute yakuza as yakuza game but it's set in samurai times I, I i love samurai stuff and samurai stories samurai is one of my three most used classes in final fantasy 14 if that uh if that indicates anything the, the other two are monk and warrior uh but this feels like one of the really good ones. The story is great. Um, I'm and uh, the activities around town are great, and it's all so good. And there's so much stuff. I'm compelled to do all of it, which which is you know makes me in, go into a slightly bleary eyed loop. It's like oh, I'm going over here. Oh, I'm interrupted to do this. Now I'm going over here, and oh, here's a new thing, and I want to do all of it. And that's sort of how I feel playing every like a dragon game. But I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, 
let's see. We, we should talk about um, fighting a little bit here. We mentioned guns and swords. And uh, Ryoma Sakamoto was famously a samurai that embraced uh, uh, um, Western ideas. Like, like he, well, he was interested in reforming Japan into a democracy before he, uh, he sadly died young. And he was well known for walking the streets with a sword in one hand and a gun in the other. So they, they transferred that historical fa- fact into this game by giving you a, swordman, a swordsman style, a gunner style, a wild dancer style, which is sword in one hand, gun in the other, and a brawler style that is a little bit like uh, like the unarmed combat of uh, Yakuza games past. Kiryu style. The Dragon of Dojima yeah, style. Of Dojima, yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, between those four styles, like, what was your approach to combat in this game? Because you're fighting bandits in town a lot. This is almost Yakuza 5 level of encountering fights all the time. Oh, a uh, wild dancer all the way. <laughs> yeah. That's me. Uh, I'm just investing all my orbs into Wild Dancer. <laughs> well, I was just going to say I was doing the exact same thing you were doing. Yeah. <laughs> at that point, I was just like putting everything into Wild Dancer. Yeah, because it does everything like it, uh, crowd management and it's good one on one. And it's just exciting. Like you don't need to block or anything. It's 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 fluid. I love it. Graceful. Yeah, the dodge is very quick. Um, mm-hmm. you, you know, the attacks are quick enough that you can you know, you can respond quickly to a, to an attack with a dodge, um, tapping the, the circle button on the PlayStation controller. Um, a lot of times, uh, gives you a really good combo. And then that circular or that's that spinning gunfire oh, uh, yeah. thing. That's very easy to, to take care of large groups with. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. but I, I, as I've gotten further in the game, I've really started appreciating, uh, the swordsman and the gunman paths. That's what I've been doing from the beginning. I start out as gunman and I just and I just mash a uh, 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 square, or or maybe I'll do a a spinning um, uh, uh, triangle combo if there's a, a large group around me. But I'll, I'll just like shoot, 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 and once they're about four steps away from me, I switch to swordsman and then chop the hell out of them. And and I've uh, I've I've spent a lot of money <laughs> upgrading my gun and my sword, so I uh, I, I haven't I um ever since the chapter three or so uh i i have not had any struggles with combat but it's definitely because i i have focused on my equipment i I think equipment investment is very effective in this game more so than in previous yakuza games because you you're going to be sorting and gunning a lot and you want a good sword and a good gun yeah i found that i I started out just doing brawler style because that's what i was used to and then i evolved that evolved eventually into primarily using swordsman style and then I realized that if you get a really, really good gun, especially a rapid fire gun, you can just break the game uh, and put people into a stun lock, which was fun and also eventually a little bit boring. So then I switched over to uh, Dancer to uh, make the game fun and challenging again. Although uh, an interesting way, like if you go to the... Um... Oh, here's a good question for everyone. Uh, has everyone found the... Uh the fighting arena yet yeah i found it it's it's at the uh it's at the upper floor of mukurogai the uh the the separate island slum area yeah you need to be uh, you i missed it for like i don't think i found it until like chapter seven uh because there are three guys in masks standing on the second level and you can just run by them and they won't do anything it's without triggering the sub story you need to trigger the sub story um Oh no! Sorry, this is the. Oh, I, no, sorry, I was that, thinking that, the other way. A, that, that, well, that's a separate quest. Yeah, that's there, a separate there, quest. Yeah, that's there, what there I meant. Is, sorry. Um, yeah, there is like a neighborhood watch group that's trying to hunt down uh, and and kill off the gangs in yep. uh, in Kyoto, and the, the, I, I think there's multiple 
targets, but a lot of them are people in Tengu masks, and and the rewards for that are pretty good. You get you can yep. get some good Rio that way. That's what I meant. Sorry, that's but it's easy to miss because that sub story does not trigger unless you get close to them. Uh, so you can run by them and just like doesn't matter. So you've really got to make sure you get near them to get unlock that piece of content. But yeah, but the, the gang hunter side quest and the arena side quest are both on the second floor of of Mukurogai, so they're. Uh, they're, they're quite close to each other and but yeah those are just two more side activities you can do in this in this extremely dense game full of stuff to do mm -hmm. but i'm sorry my, my original point was if you go to the arena with the gun and you have rapid you have a gun that has like rapid fire so basically you just have a machine gun and you do the 100 man brawl you can clear it out incredibly quickly and earn so much experience from it so fast hmm. um so it's a really really ridiculously easy way to grind interesting and, and, you know, the, um, there's separate experience tracks in this game for your overall level and your skill level. So as you gain overall levels, you get little orbs that you can put into your skill trees. But as you gain um, regular experience, I'm sorry, uh, uh, style experience levels, you gain your uh, color uh, colorful orbs matching each style. So if you, let's say you only do swordsman, you'll get your gray orbs from gaining levels and then your blue orbs from swordsman levels. You can replace your gray orbs in the tree with blue orbs to get gray orbs back. So that's what I've been doing. I've been fighting almost entirely in gunmen and swordsmen. But as I, you know, gain my yellow and blue orbs and I, I, that gives me gray orbs back that I can, you know, you know what? I'll put a couple points in Wild Dancer now, just to, just so I'm leveling that up too. Like I, I'm doing all of my leveling up in two styles, but because of this sort of shared experience path system that they have, I am leveling up Brawler and Wild Dancer a little bit as well. But I'm, if, if anything, my my style is sort of like forty percent Gunner, fifty percent Swordsman, ten percent the other two. Hmm. Yeah, it's a brilliant little system. I like it. Yeah, it is. And I mean, it's the prototype for the system that was eventually implemented in uh, uh, Yakuza 0. Yeah, but, but Yakuza 0 is, uh, is you know, an, an entirely money investment driven system, which is, I, I don't know, I, I sort of miss that uh, that's the only Yakuza game where whenever you defeat an enemy, like money explodes out of them, like like rings <laughs> exploding out Instead of Sonic of the Hedgehog. Yeah, I should replay Yakuza 0. I love that thing. Yeah, it's great. Um, although this should get some of that out of you, because like I said, uh, this really does play like a prototype of Yakuza 0. Like m many of the systems in this game uh, were developed further in Yakuza 0. Like Yakuza 0 plays very much as a sequel to this game's mechanics, um, which it was, but... Yeah, the, 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 the style switching for one... Um... Uh, some of the activities in town were, you know, proto versions of what's in Yakuza Zero. That's for sure. Uh, I, I think we would it would even feel more like Yakuza Zero if uh, if we played this in its original engine, because you know, like uh, Yak both Yakuza Zero and this game started out as being evolved versions of the Yakuza Five engine, and then mm -hmm. they switched to the Dragon engine for Yakuza Six. But uh, it, uh, it it's in that Five Ishin Zero Kiwami One. Uh, uh, and, and engine and feeling generally can i actually ask everyone's opinion about that um because i'm curious where everyone's coming from in terms of the engine so uh originally this was using the i guess the kiwame engine it was using the same engine for five zero and kiwame um and then rather than try to upgrade it or port it into the dragon engine they decided to use unreal engine which was a, a very a first for uh, the Yakuza series um, because they've always used proprietary. They've always used their own engines. They've never used an outside engine. This is the first time they've used Unreal. And I don't feel like it was as successful as they may have liked. 
Um, now, again, I played the game for review, so maybe there have been patches since then, but there were some significant issues with uh, camera, like things blocking the camera, and the big one was lighting. The lighting effects were really bad, like especially with women. If there was a bright light in a scene, it would completely wash out their face. Like, Are, are you playing it on PC or PS5 or what? PS5. Hmm. I, I haven't noticed anything major. It, it does maybe feel... Maybe they fixed it then. It it. It does feel maybe a little bit more sluggish than my uh, memory of of I guess Judgment was the last uh, uh, Ryuga Gotoku game I played, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not noticing a, a major downgrade. Um, but uh, again, I'm I'm playing it on PS5, so the load times are actually pretty good. Yeah, the P- the load times are good. It's it's just there are some real weird graphics stuff graphics stuff that uh, I was that really drew my attention, like the lighting effects. The other one being that, and again, this, I don't think this was my imagination. Some of the character models look like they were imported directly from uh, the original Sheen and other character models looks like they look like they were imported from the later games, uh, including like face textures and things like that. So sometimes like facial textures look amazing. They look like a modern Yakuza game. And other times it looks like it is from the zero engine and that juxtaposition of the two I found to be really awkward in places. Yeah, uh, I noticed that as well. Um, there, And it's really jarring too, because uh, while I don't think that like you end up running into any scenes where it's like um, multiple characters using kind of like different faces, um, like bouncing between uh, Ryoma talking to somebody who has like a, a noticeably older face um, is a little jarring. Yeah, like Toto's facial animations and his character model look considerably better uh than say i don't know the, the one that really got me was um uh saigo who is uh oh god why am i blanking on his name who is uh a uh, goda yeah goda in, uh, yeah in uh yakuza 2 um his character model looks like it was pulled out of like dead souls <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think I think that was the last thing that Goda appeared in, technically. Well, I, well oh. unless you count his teen, his elementary school version in Yakuza Zero, or yeah, Kiwami um, Two, or Kiwami right? Two. Oh, yeah. oh, you're right. Oh, oh my God, I, I, I completely blanked on that. I'm sorry. I was going to yeah, say 2018 wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it's it's so weird. Like in scenes where he is talking uh, to, I don't maybe you guys, where he's talking to um, another character who is using a more modern day character model it's really obvious that the texture of his skin on his face is like a generation behind. And it's just awkward. It's, it looks weird. And it, it seems it, it was just, it was a, such a strange thing. Like when they call this Kiwame in Japan, I don't feel like it is a Kiwame version of this game. I feel like it is a partial remake slash remaster. Um, but I don't feel like there's a whole lot of like a lot of new content or like, Yakuza Kiwami and Yakuza Kiwami 2 were two ground up remakes of the originals um, that didn't use any of the original assets. And this, I feel, reuses a lot of the original assets. And that's not a bad thing because it was, you know, it's 2012, I think. So it's not like it looks bad. It's just kind of, it's just weird for me. I don't feel like the transfer to the Unreal Engine was 100% successful. It might be for the next game because they're still getting used to the system. But yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say is, is I think third party engine usage um you know is it it seems like it's a recent um adoption in japan right um so it Mm. it seems like it would it seems like they probably had some difficulties uh uh adopting 
this and using this this new this unfamiliar engine. Um, luckily, they, it didn't seem like there were too many of those. I don't know. I don't know if you know. I mean, you've actually beaten the game. I don't know if uh, you end up seeing more and more of that as you play through the game. Um, but yeah, I definitely noticed Goda uh, right away. I played. I actually played. Uh, I did my legend run of Kiwami Two last year, and so <laughs> seeing Goda um, in in this game um, looking. <laughs> looking the way that he does was was very jarring for me. It like again, it doesn't look bad. I will say they nailed the they nailed the play feel of it. Like the game plays really well, the combat's really responsive. It feels great. So uh, there's no complaints about the gameplay side of the engine. It's just some interesting graphics stuff I noticed. But that otherwise It also runs well. It does run well. Right? Yeah. Way yeah. less glitchy. Although there are uh, maybe they I'm hoping they fix this by the time um the big glitch for mine was characters would be walk- like NPCs would just be walking down the street. And then I would guess they would lose their axis and they would start flying around their feet, like a helicopter, like under the map. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow, I, I haven't run into I that. I haven't run yet, into that either. I, 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 th- yeah. I think, I think part of it is, um, is, uh, the unreal engine is famous for being, um, pretty easy to build assets for. So I, I think that if they tried to make some, if they tried to do this in the dragon engine or build a new proprietary engine, mm-hmm. it would have been a, a large technical effort for them to get this game out. Cost and, and I, too. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it costs money to, to, to license the unreal engine for any game project, but it, it would have been a, a, a both in money cost and a large labor cost to, to do this another way. And I think really they, they just wanted to release Ishin worldwide is my, my feeling for this. Like they, uh, they they felt like this was a a project that would be well received worldwide, um, and uh, be, because the original Ishin is, I mean, uh, speaking as a relatively recent Yakuza fan, this was the one that everyone said, "Oh, this is the Japan only one that's awesome. This this is this is the masterpiece that the West is never going to get." And even though this is um, this game does make some changes that's with some like with, with some positive and some uh, not as well received, um. I, I, I'm just glad we're getting it, and I'm not sure if they had. I'm not sure we would have gotten it if they had done, uh, if if they had spent more time refining the engine or or getting the licenses from the uh from the actors in the in the original roles. I know, and I mean they could have just I, I don't know dumping in the Dragon Engine because I mean the Dragon Engine is being used for the man who erased his name and presumably for Yakuza Eight as well or uh, like a Dragon Eight as well. Um, and the the Dragon Engine has evolved with the times at least pretty well i'm pretty happy with the worlds that they've been able to create using it yeah yeah uh, the dra- the dragon engine has come a long way since the very messy uh yakuza 6 <laughs> yeah i'm not hammering i'm not hammering the unreal engine at all i just feel like like most first games in a new engine there were some bugs they needed to hammer out but yeah the the, the only real bug that i found was helicoptering people or my favorite is uh uh, helicoptering dogs so someone would be walking their dog and there would just be like a dog flying around its <laughs> y-axis uh that actually uh, can i just say i absolutely love walking around town and just seeing people walking and their dog is just like on the ground trotting with them looking up at them and it looks like the person's kind of just talking to their dog uh that's one of my favorite parts of walking around town i just love watching people walking around with their dogs it's a good town it's 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 funny how many yakuza Easter eggs have been put into this. Like Don Quixote is a is a uh, yes. They, oh my they put God. Don Quixote yeah. in the game, which is yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah Don Quixote. It, yep. yep. And um and there's an early version of the Kamurocho uh, uh, sushi restaurant. Sushi Gin is in this game too. Uh, yep. And and there's there's tea parlors and um 
and and Riote restaurants, which are a very fancy specific kind of restaurant. Uh, you you that so far I've only I've only committed two mur- uh, murders in Riote so far, but we'll we'll see maybe maybe more will happen. And I've <laughs> I've uh, I, I've already um, witnessed the brutal executions of two minor villains from Yakuza six and seven. <laughs> like there, there's. There's so much uh, going on in this game and so much more I'm looking forward to that I sort of know is coming that, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just excited to play more of it. I think I'm going to go right back to my PS5 and this game about five minutes after we finish recording. But um, before we finish recording, uh, uh, Jono, you already know how this game ends. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick and Gio, what's, I want to ask each of you, what's one thing you're looking forward to uh, in the second half or more than more or more than half of, uh, of, like a dragon Ishin. I'll, I'll go first. Um, I am really enjoying <laughs> forging weapons so much <laughs> that, I, that I can't wait to just, uh, <laughs> to get further in the story. So better materials start dropping, which is again, the most, the most gamer ass the comment to make, but maybe, maybe it's my, uh, maybe it's my love of monster hunters speaking. Maybe it's my, um, uh, like making every single weapon in E seven speaking, but I, I I want to make a bunch of more cool swords for Yoma. Especially I'm I'm looking at that Murasame. I I have Suijin's demise, and I just need some more gold chunks for that Murasame. I'm I and I think it also costs like like seventy Rio or something. But I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna make that sword. Yeah. Um, so were you asking like uh, what I expect from the story or like? Yeah, either something yeah. you expect from the story or something that you're that you. That that you're looking forward to, just just uh, just what's one thing that you haven't encountered yet that you want to? Oh God, um, I mean it's hard to decide on one thing, but okay, aside from the cats and dogs that I I'm excited to <laughs> to, to pet. I can I can tell you where all six are located and what they need if you want, because I oh was my God. I was determined to get all six. Oh hell yeah! I'll ask one you. one of them is one of them is very picky. You got to catch a tuna for him. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. There's fishing in this game too. Uh, by the, the, way. the fishing is easy though. You can you can literally do the fishing blindfolded because all you have to do is set out the cast and wait for your controller to start to rumble. So you can you I, I even caught one fish blindfolded just to, or with my eyes closed just to see if I could. It wasn't a great yeah. fish, but yeah, it's, 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 it's easy. It's it's easier than trying to catch a tuna in Yakuza Three. <laughs> so um, I not hundred percent sure where the story is gonna go. Uh, but I I get Star Wars Episode Three vibes from the game, kind of. It's like I feel like Anakin joining the Jedi Council, knowing he's gonna kill them all. <laughs> so I feel like uh, uh, I feel like the game is gonna play out like I'm gonna kill each one of the Shin Sengumi, like one by one, <laughs> until I reach the end, like whoever the final boss will be. So I'm I think that's how it's gonna play out. Although I, I hope that's how it's gonna play out. But I'm almost yeah. worried that the opposite is going to happen because I know that Ryoma Sakamoto was assassinated. Um, mm. I'm, I'm not sure if it was by the Shinsengumi or if it was by someone else, but I, I, I know that he did uh, die before his time. So I, I do not know how the story is going to end here because they've already completely blown up the story by having Ryoma Sakamoto and Saito Hajime be the same person. Are you also predicting that Ryoma will kill every child in Kyo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah or oreo walking up him in, into the bridge like no no uh no hajime not the younglings <laughs> han is gonna be like he killed younglings or something like that I don't know. <laughs> no i think uh i think he's probably not gonna kill 
some of the Shinsengumi. Some of the Shinsengumi are like, going to defect or something. I don't know. And But yeah, I, um, I'm excited to fight Kuze again. I'm pretty sure we're going to fight Kuze and it's going to be amazing. I can't wait to hear the Japanese instrumentation version of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just, I think that's how it's going to go. And I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> we'll see if I'm wrong. <laughs> um, I'm hoping there's more Mahjong. Ooh. There is a Mahjong parlor that I found. I already completed all the challenges for it. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, and like <laughs> I was severely disappointed because I spend so much time playing Mahjong and the other Yakuza games that I I don't know. Like I managed to complete all of the challenges in like a half hour, and or probably more like an hour. But um, yeah, I was really dis- disappointed at how little Mahjong there is so far. So I'm hopeful that there's more. Um, but it, it's okay if there isn't. Personally, I was delighted that there was as little Mahjong as possible. Yeah, I love every, Mahjong. Every Like a Dragon player has a different relationship with the with uh, the game's minigames. I avoid uh, uh, Shogi and Mahjong at all costs, but I, <laughs> I did every single last hostess thing you can possibly do in every Yakuza game other than 3 and 4 because those are just terrible. <laughs> and, I, uh, and I play a, a rather terrifying amount of darts in every Yakuza game because I, I genuinely enjoy watching pro darts. So That's awesome. Like, like, like seeing if, if I can get a, a 501 in... Uh, or in 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 the minimum number of, of throws is uh, something I always try to do. Well, let me I can give a I, I want to give a, a shogi tip real quick. If you are trying to beat sh- people in shogi in Yakuza, the best An 801, the best way to so, do so, it is to um, there are online uh, uh, shogi websites where you can play against a computer. Um, so just go make sure that the enemy goes first and then just copy their moves into um, your web program. And then whatever the computer does against you, that's what you do in the game. I don't know. That sounds an awful lot like cheating. (laughs) (laughs) The other option is to learn how to play Shogi. And that seems like an insurmountable wall to me. (laughs) Well, okay. To me, that means like I could spend hours learning Shogi and executing those strategies in game, or I could play more darts and watch more chicken races. And I already know the decision I'm going to make. It's chicken Mm -hmm. races. It's chicken races and gang hunting. Like again, the the, the bounties, the bandit caves, and the chicken races. <laughs> that that's how I'm going to get my poison sword. I love the replacement for baseball in this game, which is oh, cannonball oh slicing gosh. with your sword. Oh yeah, yeah, we yeah. Should cleaving, have about uh, that. Can- cleaving cannonballs in half with your sword. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> the gun section of that is fun too. Oh, duck hunt. Oh, there, 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 <laughs> there's a gun version. I've I've only done the the cannonball one a couple times. Yes. No, there's a gun version. Yeah. It it still uses the cannon. Nice. <laughs> It's a lot of fun. Uh, uh, Geo, if you haven't found that yet, it's 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 in Mukuro Gai on the east side, I think. So uh, yeah, have at it. Oh god, I'm going there as soon as we end. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can pay 500 mon to go to Mukuro Gai, or you can buy like buy some cheap alcohol for about a thousand mon in in in, in Rakunai, and then give it to the guy at the gate, and that'll get you in in free for the rest of the game. Yep, uh, I actually yeah, saved there <laughs> before. Finishing. Oh good. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, oh, and one of the dogs you recruit is in the, is near the middle of the lower floor of Mukuro. Oh god, uh, that one's so sad. That one's sad. There are two um, sad oh, dog man. ones. All three of the dog ones are pretty sad. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, I just remembered what yeah. the third one is. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, all three yeah, of them it, are it, horrible. Um, uh, the cat ones are sort of funny, but the dog ones are super sad. But all, all, th- all six of them, I'm like, I am going to adopt your ass. <laughs> and uh, uh, so uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, 
uh, upgrade your swords, take care of your dogs and cats. There is so much to do in this game, and it is so fun. I am I'm worried at how much time it's going to take for me to finish. But uh, I, I think I am going to critical path it a little bit until my sword starts to seem a little bit less effective. Then I'm then I'm going to go right back to the chicken races. <laughs> um, but but for now, I am super enjoying this game. I know I'm probably uh, gonna forget everyone's name until I have to duel them later. Um, but uh, that's that that's still coming. Uh, I don't know if there's much else to say here. I mean, all all four of us are in different places, but we're all having a good time. And it and Jono even is considering revisiting us. I want to finish the rest of the sub stories, uh, just because I. I, I never 100% a game, but I always complete all of the sub-stories. I try to get as much of the content as I can. I've only completed all the sub-stories in one Yakuza game. Mm. Also, and... Ryoma and Soji haven't kissed yet, so... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you can date... That's my uh, prediction for I'm the pretty end. Sure you can date, you can date, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can date uh, Okita and Saito in uh, in Hakuoki Memories of the Shinsengumi. So I, I, I think it is canon that uh, we were, we got some kissing samurai. But any, okay, all right. If we're talking about uh, which member of the Shinsengumi we most most want to kiss, we are definitely at the end of the episode. Um, uh, and the beginning of a new one. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm telling you, go to those Hakuoki episodes in uh, in, in 2020. We have, uh, I, I think... Uh, Lucy, Hillary, and Nikki really um lo- lo- and, and uh, really lose their damn minds there. Wow. But, oh, and um, but listeners, if you uh if you want more samurai, that is probably less likely to include kissing. Uh, we're doing another like a dragon Ishin episode next week where we're going to talk about the end game and the themes and probably more specifics of the story. Uh, uh, because all of us will have completed it by that time. Um, uh, and I and I can't wait to see how that goes. But in April, we do have it all planned out and partially recorded. We're doing one episode on Persona 4 Golden with a special guest, uh, um, with a content creator out from Outside RPG Fan. Um, one episode on Essential Fan Translations projects over the years, and two episodes on Lost Odyssey, that Xbox 360 RPG that everyone wishes would be uh, a little bit more available. Uh, but if you have uh, questions about Lost Odyssey or Persona 4 Golden or Fan Translations or like it, Dragon Ishin, or which samurai you want to kiss the most, you can email retro at rpgfan.com. Also visit RPG Fan on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Discord, YouTube, Twitch. Always called either RPG Fan or RPG Fan.com. Uh, another great way to support the website is to visit the RPG Fan shop. That's rpgfan.com slash shop to see a uh, an online store hosted by T Public that has RPG Fan emblazoned apparel, coffee mugs, uh, uh what else do we have onesies onesies oh god <laughs> how dare i forget the onesies and uh and phone cases and other things um uh, that's a great way to support the website there's also two other fine podcasts hosted by rpg fan random encounter every two weeks hosted mostly by jano mostly about randomness yeah and uh, i mean that's kind of whatever the topic of the week is is what we you know talk about i think i can't remember when this episode's going to air so i mean by that point who knows what'll be out I think that you'll have uh, the episode, or okay, okay, the episode about Like a Dragon Ishin and Octopath Traveler Two is definitely already out, and I think there's been one more episode since. But yeah, it, so it, that'll be our Final Fantasy, uh, our Final Fantasy episode that doesn't actually feature any RPGs in it. Oh, Just okay, two, so so two so spinoffs, a, a lot of um, a lot of theater rhythm, and what else is there? Is it, is it Chocobo Racing? Is it Chicken Racing? No, it's not Chicken Racing. Oh, it's some power washing. Ah, excellent. Okay. So, uh, uh, but in addition to Random Encounter, there's also Rhythm Encounter about uh, uh, the music of RPGs. We did a Like a Dragon episode uh, just a couple weeks ago with uh, myself, Jono, and Gio, didn't we, guys? So much fun. Hell yeah. 
Yeah, so much fun. I mean, the music. We didn't even talk about the music in this game. No, we didn't. Uh, oh, oh my, my god. god, it's it's real good. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs> a whole but lot. It's, of, it's real good. Yeah, a whole yeah. lot of shamisen. A whole lot of uh, <laughs> a, a whole lot of incongruous uh, stuff. But it's 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 excellent. We, we will talk about the music in the next episode. I think my favorite is Michelle, when when you're doing the um, uh, when you're doing the uh, mini game where you're slinging. Um, oh god. Oh udon. This, Udon when you're oh, when you're slinging Udon and there's a there's an old timey machine gun kiss playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That, that is that a little bit like the BioShock Infinite like 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 1910s versions of Beach Boys songs playing? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, uh we're not going to do an episode on BioShock Infinite, I promise. But uh listeners, if you want to um uh give feedback to our podcast whether it's Random Rhythm or Retro Encounter, you can review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, whatever podcast service you use. Uh please give us feedback, especially if it's 5 stars out of 5. Uh you can also give us feedback as individuals, not as a podcast if you prefer. Uh fellas, let's tell the audience how they can find us online starting with you. Nick. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at NickManWrites. Uh, I'm also on the RPG Fan Discord as Nick M. Now, Jono. Uh, you can fire me off an email at jlogan at rpgfan.com or you can find me on Mastodon at Logan at mastodon.social. Now, Geo. Uh, you can find me on Discord, on the RPG Fan Discord. I'm, I go by Geo there. And also, uh, you can email me at geo at rpgfan.com. And listeners, it's possible you've heard me say this 200 times, but uh, I'm most easy to find on Twitter. I am at the Real Monsoon most of the time, at Evoker for Dogs at other times, and on RPG Fans Discord, I am Monsoon Mike. So, um, I have a lot more samurai activity to do, but uh, I, I got to get back to those chicken races and get that Rio. <laughs> Thank you. Good night and good luck. <laughs>